everyone. Welcome back to the Med to Be. I am your host, Nama Inzaduru, and today I have with me Daniel Yacho. Hey, Daniel, how are you doing? I am doing great, Noma. You see, so you did this again. You did it again. On the call, oh. we had our pre interview. You called me Chama. My name started yeah. with an N, now with a C. This <laughs> boy, I've told you before. <laughs> yes guys my name is Nama. for those of you who don't know my name is Nama. please okay so daniel Nama. okay so hi daniel how are you doing today how are you doing i'm doing great i'm doing great just got okay. a family med clinic so i'm feeling pumped oh nice what is family um uh, what is like what does your schedule look like in that family medicine right now um, so currently, um, on six weeks for family med, um, family medicine, and each week I have, I believe I have around four to five clinic days, um, which with one day being like a morning and afternoon shifts, but mainly morning shifts. Oh, nice. So you have like the day, like the evening times to yourself. No, I do not. I have didactics or something the school wants us to do. So, okay. Okay. Always a busy bee, um, and we will delve into that. But um, I want to start at the beginning. Let us start with before you went to med school. So let's take it back to college, maybe even high school, but a pivotal moment for you when you decided you wanted to be a health professional. Um, if there is no exact moment, which sometimes there is, why did you choose to pursue a career as a physician and receive an MD degree? Um, so I guess a pivotal moment and something that I clearly remember was actually like in the third grade. Um, I grew up in Chicago, um, so I um, went to elementary school there and we were learning about the nervous system. And for me, that was just like very mind blowing, um, considering the fact that like we are very complex creatures and we, yeah, we act in a very simple way. Um, mm -hmm. So I was very interested into like learning about physiology everything and I guess that was the starting point obviously I wasn't like oh medicine 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 all the way but all I know is at that point I'm like medicine is a possible career for me um and then it was when I entered college where I was like really starting to think to myself like what do I want to do with my life um I was a biochemistry major but even then I was like very interested in chemistry. And the only reason I didn't become a chem major was I had to take a second year of, well, I have to take physical chemistry too. And I was like, I don't want to do that. So <laughs> yeah. Let me, just, let me just go to a biochem major. Um, so for me during that time, organic chemistry, everybody hates it. I, I love organic chemistry. It really like mm. went back to that fundamental basic of we are very complex down to the molecules. And I just wanted to learn a little bit more about that. That almost shifted me away from medicine because um, at the end of the day, chemistry is more delves deeper and physics delves even more deeper. I'm like, but I can't be a physicist. I'm not that good at math. I'm sorry. Um, after college, when I you know, graduated, I started working. Um, I moved down here to Texas, Dallas, Texas. And I was doing research at UT Southwestern, um, specifically with the neurology and neurosurgery department. And for me, I had the, I was blessed to have the opportunity to like, you know, to shadow them, um, get to be in 
the operating room cases with them. And it just really solidified the fact that I wanted to do medicine. So it sounds like you took a little time off between college and starting med school. What did you do during those growth years? How many did you take? And are you happy you took them or do you think you could have done without them? For me, I graduated college in like three years. Um, So I didn't feel like I was in a rush to um, hop into medical school. And even if I did, I didn't really. Did you say you graduated college in two years? Three years. Three years. Oh, whoa, that's great. That's great. Okay. Um, I didn't really take the MCAT during college. Like I was, I was busy with my courses. I didn't have time to be studying for um, something else. Um, so during my growth years, I took two growth years. The first year was me working, trying to get my bag up. You know, um, I was in a new city, new state. Um, so I was just f- focusing on um, the research, um, getting money. <laughs> and I was, you know, I was studying on the side, studying on the side, but it wasn't for MCAT. It was more so um, just um, to work on myself. You know, okay. I was doing a little bit more studying about um, like fitness, about finances, um, about like you know adult things essentially. Mm-hmm. Things they don't teach you in school, but you still need to know. Yeah, I no, got you. Yeah. Um, second year, I was. My research slowed down as in I didn't have to go in person. I could do the work like at home. Um, and then there was the whole COVID thing that happened. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's when I started studying for the MCAT. I took three months to study for the MCAT. It was, I started in November. My exam day was January 17th, which was like three days after my birthday. Um, and that was how I spent my growth years. Wow, that's great. That sounds like you did a lot of self-work and you did a lot of work towards the goal to get into medical school. Mm-hmm. Um, we know you took the MCAT. It took you three months to take it. Um, what were, if you're comfortable sharing, what were your MCAT and your GPA scores? We know you took the MCAT. It took you three months to take it. Um, what were, if you're comfortable sharing, what were your MCAT and your, we know you took the, your GPA scores? So my MCAT score was a 515. Okay. Um, for others who don't know, um, the MCAT is like the maximum score you can get. I believe it's a 528. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got a 515. My GPA um, for TM, I applied through the Texas system, which is called a TMD SAS. Um, other states uses the MCAS. I only applied via TMD SAS. And they have two metrics, your unweighted GPA and your science GPA. Mm-hmm. Um, for my unweighted GPA, it was 3.73. Um, but for my science GPA, it was around like 3.83. Um, so definitely, um, if you're concerned about like you not doing the best in like English or history, don't worry. They primarily look at your science GPA. And that's what you should be focusing on. But obviously, if you, if you can do, get in all your courses, do that. Um, yeah, those were my scores. Um, the application was really, I was stressed out. You know, I was stressed out because I was thinking, that was my first time applying. And I was thinking to myself, like, what would I do if I don't get in? Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of pressure, you know, family side. Um, and just on me, like, pressure I place on myself. So I was really stressed. 
I went back in my primary essays, secondary essays. But, you know, once you click that submit, everything is like beyond you, you know, you've mm -hmm. done all the best you can. And for me, it was just waiting for interview invites and such. That's great. Um, so you, let's talk about turning that dream vision to concrete actions you applied and then you got in. Now you are in medical school. The thing you've been working so hard for since you were in third grade has finally come to fruition. And what is it like? What is it like being in med school? Is it, did it exceed your expectations? Is it harder than you thought it would be? One thing I've been hearing recently is that it actually flies. It, like time really flies when you're in med school. And I would love to hear your take on that being there and having to study so much material in such a short time. Um, does time really fly? There's a lot of work that's required of you. So how's it going? So med school definitely exceeded my expectations. During college, like you probably think like you're one of the smartest people out there, but you go in and then you meet other people that are like, you know, they're just geniuses, you know, and I would never want to like describe myself as a, um, you know, as a genius, as smart per se, um, but, but you are. It's, <laughs> but it's definitely like a humbling experience, yeah. and that's where like you really get to like look deep down into yourself and like realize what you want, like what type of experiences do you want to take away from med school. And for me, it was just you're always gonna study, so it's just finding ways to like fill up fill out your other time. And for me, it was just spending time with friends, finding friends. Um, forming bonds with um, new people. My school has at least 240 people, at least 220 students per year, you know? So you get to in interact with individuals like very different characters and you just really get to find people that, um, that work for you, um, that fit you. And for me, finding friends that can really take me through these four years, um, it goes by slow. People say it goes by fast, but it really goes by slow considering the studying. But once you hit each milestone, like once you're done with first semester, once you're done with first year, once you're done with second year, for me, I was just like shocked. I'm a third year, honestly, mm -hmm. it felt like it was yesterday. But during those times, it's goes it's snail. It's like a snail. It goes by very slow. So oh, wow. um, as long as you're um, spending time doing the things like that you, um, I don't know, that nourishes you, I guess. I guess I think that's the best way to say it, that nourishes you. Mm -hmm. um, everything else seems like a, seems like a breeze. You, know, you can that's just survive. Good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's great. Thank you for sharing that. I want to hone in a little bit on the nourish you part. Um, I wanted to ask you some of the things that nourish you because I love to talk about the multifaceted nature of an MD, of a physician. So what are some things that keep you grounded? You talked about your wonderful friends. What are some other things you enjoy to do out, you enjoy doing outside of medicine and studying all the time? What do you do for fun? Um, so, okay, I have an Instagram. And honestly, uh -huh. you will never- Plug it in, yes. You better plug your Instagram, sorry. <laughs> Nancho, MD, you know, N-Y-A-N-C-H-O, MD, yes, but for me, I never, I try to avoid posting about medicine um, on my Instagram. Yeah, you get, you get a little bit of like what I've accomplished, but most of the time it's me posting like fitness stuff. Mm -hmm. um, he lifts, he's a lifter, y'all. He be <laughs> lifting. Yes, yeah. Yes. I try yeah. to lift as 
frequently as possible because for me, that's my de-stressor. And honestly, it's a goal that I have goals within fitness that are outside of medicine. Um, so it gives, it makes me feel like I'm not just, you know, I'm not just a student. Um, mm -hmm. But I also try exploring new things. Um, San Antonio, um, very, very new um, to me. Texas, very, very new. Um, this year, I would like to, at least this semester, I would like to explore Houston. I would like to explore Austin. I would like to see a little bit more of Dallas that I didn't get to see when I when I lived there. Um, also, I like eating new food, like buying new foods. Um, I have, on my Google Maps, I have saved like every single restaurant that I want to try. Um, coffee shops are a thing for me. Uh, me and my friend, um, Sam, we just like to explore new coffee shops, to study, to taste our coffee. I'm not really like a coffee type of person, but definitely um, living, uh, experiencing new vibes, I guess, is something that I like to do. That's really cool. That's nice. I'm a coffee shop girl too. I like the I like the aesthetic of coffee shops as well. I'm also a foodie as well, so you'll definitely have to share your restaurants. Towards the end of the interview, I always like to ask questions about um, words of advice and encouragement to pass along to someone currently applying to medical school, thinking about going to medical school, someone who might already be in, but is like maybe an M1 and you're an M3. Just a word of encouragement and of advice um, that you could pass on to someone who will soon be in your place. For my pre-medical students, um, I would like to say if you're first, um, if you're a freshman or a sophomore, definitely focus on your grades. Um, it's typically not spoken of, but grades are one of the few things that you can change especially if you start early. Um, so focus on your grades. If you're a third, um, if you're a, a junior or a senior, that's when you start focusing on other things that um, like volunteering, um, shadowing. Um, I won't say research is important, um, but if you your um, institution um, has like the research capacity, can take in um, students to help with research, then definitely um, shoot your shot with the faculty. Um, they're definitely harder compared to like medical school faculty in regards to like, oh, I'm so excited to have you in my research team, but definitely try and it can definitely do you wonders during your application cycle. Um, but most of all, explore if medicine is what you really want. Um, mm, me, and my friends, yeah. Yeah. Well, me and my friends always talk about like, dang, we want the life of like a, of an engineer, of a <laughs> software, you know, software engineer. I'm like, but once you realize medicine is what you want it makes it easier as you enter medical school it makes the entire process easier because you know that you are taking steps towards your dream you know not somebody else's dream not your parents dream but your dream overall um for first year and second year medical students um those are the pre-clinical years where you're mainly in the books um stay in your books but also focus on making friends um like I said previously, friends are really what like got me through um, the years, you know, making new experiences, making new memories with them. Um, so definitely find your people and you don't have to be, this may sound toxic. You don't, you don't, you don't have to be friends with everybody, to be honest. Okay. You know, okay. you can be cordial, you can be cordial with people, but you don't have to be friends with everybody because, you know, your energy is very important. Mesco is going to, train you is really going to train you you don't want to 
spend time with people that will also drain you as well. Mm-hmm. So spend time with people that would essentially like fill your cup, not take away from it. Um, so yeah, that's, that's great. Advice, yeah. Words of advice for everyone. I think you touched on all the groups. Um, thank you so much again. I think there was one thing I wanted to ask you, but let me take a second to remember what it was. You just started your third year, like a few weeks ago, if I'm not mistaken, right? This week, actually. This yeah. week, yeah. Oh, yeah, I just started. So there's still some of this journey left for you. What is something you are looking forward to in the next few months, next few years of your journey on on your journey to becoming an MD? I guess for me, and is just really figuring out what I want to do overall. Mm-hmm. Um, you have so many options in terms of specialties, and it does get overwhelming. And you do have things that you personally want to do, things that you envision yourself doing. For me, I love neurosurgery. I really want to do neurosurgery. But I have to also consider the fact that neurosurgery lifestyle is not the best. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so you have to take in multiple factors from things that you really shouldn't be thinking about. Because for me, think about family, think about spending time with, like, let's say, wife, children. Mm-hmm. Um, overall, I have a lot to consider mm-hmm. and I'm really set on one specialty and I'm very open to like other specialties. So what I'm excited is just owning down into what I want and I'm willing to do um, for the next 20 plus years of my life. You get me? So yeah. <laughs> 20 it's, plus years. Yeah. I've working for 20 years. <laughs> I've been working for 20 years. Wow, no, I don't know what I put myself <laughs> You know, it's just something that I'm excited for it. I'm excited for it. But, That's you know, it good. Is, That's good. That is really great. It's great to hear. And I'm excited to see whenever you do share whatever specialty you choose. Excited to see that. Excited to see you grow and succeed and thrive in your fitness. I told you guys he'd be lifting. Follow his Instagram. He plugged it in earlier. Um, fitness, your foodie, everything. Just, again, like, good. You're doing a good job. You're doing a great job. You're doing a great job, Daniel. You're you're killing it. So don't even worry about it. God is God is in control. You're going to be good. Um yeah. So I think that's it. Uh those are all the questions I had. Thank you so much, Daniel. Um, thank you so much for being here. Members of the Med to Be community, thank you so much for coming and watching this video. Send lots of love and support to Daniel. Follow his Instagram. Ask him for his food recommendations if you live in San Antonio or want to go to San Antonio. Um, I'm trusting that they'll be great recommendations. Daniel, anything else you want to say? Um, I recently added a Korean barbecue chicken spot. In okay, my- yeah. So it's definitely, it's, it's in Dallas as well. Um, so I'm definitely okay. excited hopefully this weekend or next weekend you know right. no send me that one because i i may be in dallas some at some point in the summer i've never been to dallas but i've been i used to live in houston but summer's I'm, over. Hmm? summer's over what are you talking about i mean summer's over it's literally july people people are in school uh, oh, sorry sorry to, the, sorry to those people <laughs> sorry um, to those people sorry to y'all but yeah. um but yes Anything else, Daniel? Yeah, let me know and I'll send you. I'll send you it. All right. All right. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Daniel. Have a wonderful day. And I will see you on our next episode, guys. Bye. Bye.